It's good to be here at God's Frontline Women's Workshop with you all. Um, how many like a good uh, story? I'm going to start off with a short story. I'm at the beginning of the week. Um, I was asking as I was preparing my lesson, I was asking the Lord to give me a story to start off with. And um, he didn't. <laughs> and so what happened was um, he's never, I always remember Pastor Reggie saying he's a never, he's always on time God. He's an on time God. He's never late. So lo and behold, yesterday I was with my daughter and I went to, we, um, we, I was with her yesterday and I bumped into a, a young lady that I've known for some time. And um, she had asked, um, you know, how I was doing. And if I, she had asked, are you still on 17th Street? And I was like thinking she was talking about the church. And I go, um, no, on 18th. She goes, no, you're home. And I go, oh, yes, on 18th Street. I'm on 18, not 17th. She goes, I know you're still at New Harvest. And I go, oh, yes, we're still there. I go, and we became the pastors of the church. She, and she was excited. And I go, how are you doing? And she told me how she was doing. And I go, are you still going to church? And she said, yes, but she's going through some things. And so at that time, um, as I had been preparing my lesson and the things she was sharing with me, what came to my mind was share my lesson with her. And so I had the opportunity to share about the weapons within us. And it went along with what she was dealing with. And so as I was speaking to her, she was, you know, amen. And after I was done, she was really encouraged. She was like, that's exactly what I needed. Like, yes, I forgot all this. And so um, I said, can I pray with you? And she said, yes. Yeah. So I prayed with her, and then we made our ways, you know, goodbye. And um, God brought to my mind, there's your story. There's your story. And she had even said, you know, I've been praying, and a lot of things that you had spoken on, uh, it's discern um, confirmation. And so that was about prayer, praying and I was praying I was seeking God and seeking God the month before of um, the mass for the message and she had been seeking God and I just want to encourage you that no matter what you're praying for if it doesn't happen because it didn't happen at that time that I was expecting and I was already done with my teaching but God came through and he and so if there's something that you're believing for and you're praying for don't stop don't stop. Continue to press forward. So my title is The Weapons Within Us. There are weapons within us. So in the Word of God in Mark chapter 3, verse 27, it says, Let no man, no man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. So I have here pencils that I got, and I wrapped them, and I binded them together. This is what the devil likes to do to us. He likes to bind us together. And he don't just, whether it's to bind us, just our mouth or just our hands, no. He likes to bind us together. You could visually, you know, see this from the neck, to me, from the neck, actually from the mouth all the way down to our ankles. Cripple us, stop us. That's what we can't allow the enemy to do when we go to fight against him, okay? So... Jesus' purpose to coming to earth was to destroy the works of the devil and set free those who were oppressed by Satan and sin. 
A lot of people today are oppressed, a lot of mentally, mentally. In Mark chapter, wait, also in this purpose was the power and authority he gave his followers to continue his battle against the forces of darkness because they're pushing against us. In Mark chapter 3, verse 14 through 15, it reads like this. After Jesus appointed the 12 disciples, he gave them power to cast out demons. In Luke chapter 10, verse 1, it says, Then after he appointed the 70, which were the ones he had sent out two by two, in every city, every place, he sent them out. He gave them the power over all the power of the enemy. Not some. He said all the power. So if I say give me all, I, I want everything. So he gave us all the power. But in verse 19 of chapter 10, um, in the book of Luke, it says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Serpents and scorpions represent the most dangerous forces of, a spirit, of spiritual evilness. Serpents and scorpions, um, when you get bit, bitten, um, they are deadly. They can be very deadly. So he, he says that there. That's how he uses serpents and scorpions. We have the dominion and authority and the power over Satan. Let's not forget that. Demons are spirit beings who have personality and they're intelligent. Very intelligent and their personality. Uh, personality traits can be um, they're cunning, um, they're sneaky, mean, evil, nothing good. All, all wicked. So imagine that coming against us, and we're, not, and we're not using our weapons that are within us. And intelligence. They know when to do it, how to do it, where to do it, and they do not hesitate. They do not hesitate. Like sometimes we can hesitate. No, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to share with that person. Oh, but what about if they think this or that? We can hesitate. They don't. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 through 45, it says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he said, I will return into my house. Listen, my house. Like he has some authority. He's showing, he's showing ownership in my house. Then he said, I will return into my house from where I came out, and when he comes, he'll find it empty, swept, and put away. Oh, good, he's gone. No. Then it says in 45, then it, goes and, and then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits, more wicked than itself, and spirits, and they go in and live there, and they wait. And they wait. Intelligence. They know that person that struggles or so. They know if we're real. They know if we're fighting on our knees. They, they see. They hear us. They'll be back. They're intelligent. We, we're smarter than them. God has given us the power. He says the power. We have weapons within us that maybe some of us aren't utilizing. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 6, Paul is speaking to the people of Corinth. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Notice he uses the plural form weapons. Weapons meaning there are more than just one weapon. 
The, the word of God being our sword is not our only weapon. Scripture gives us more defensive weapons to use, and we, will all, and we need them all in our arsenal. So we need all the weapons that we can have. Soldiers, when they're fighting, they don't just take one weapon. They don't take just one weapon. Even a robber, a burglar, a robber, they don't take just uh, the knife, the gun. No, they take the rope, they take the tape, whatever it is. I just see like on the movies. <laughs> so, but in that visual, so the, the, the soldiers, they don't go with just one weapon. They go with many weapons. We will face battles, some may be for a short period of time, some may last a very long time. And we might get weary going through the battle, but we cannot give up. We may feel like giving up, but we can't. We can't. We must fight because we must remember that we don't fight on our own strength. The weapons are powerful because they are spiritual weapons. They're not on our own strength. Yes, they're, they're spiritual and they come from God. They come from God. They're not ours. We need to tap into the strength of the Holy Spirit. It will enable us to do what we can't do. We will begin to see the victory in our lives. So the first one is the word of God. The word of God. We have the word of God to speak. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. This is the first defensive weapon we, we read about in Paul's passage on the armor of God. Jesus used this weapon in the desert against Satan. He used the word of God against Satan, and guess what? Satan used it too against God to tempt Jesus. We will not defeat Satan by reasoning, and like Sister Nancy said, um, how she was speaking about Hitler, um, there's no negotiating. There's no negotiating with Satan. And, and then you can't even do this, get away from me, Satan. Just leave me alone. No, 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 no. The power and authority that we have. Satan, you flee in the name of Jesus. So he knows that we mean business. We have that power. It's in us. Even the most... Um, Per, the most um, quiet person, soft-spoken, it's in them too. They can, authority, authority. Prayer is a powerful, prayer is powerful, and it's a weapon we have within us. We need to be careful that we just don't grab our prayer list as if, God, I need this. God, I want this, and I need that. And Lord, would you please do this and that? And, and bless me with this and that. No. Those are all, you know, prayers that we do come to the Lord with, but let's not let it be something that we're just um, asking. And God, can you this? And God, you know, no. What you need to do, what we need to do is as we pray, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and pray the will of the Father. What's the will of the Father for your prayer list? His will to be done, not ours. We pray for the sick, we pray for our loved ones, souls to be saved, the weak, financial breakthrough, anxiety, depression. We pray for confidence, boldness, and there's many more. As we pray for these needs, God answers the prayer, and all these bring one to freedom. Now they can glorify God. And Satan doesn't like that. He's furious. He's mad. But can you see the weapons that we have within us? Through prayer, we defeat him. We defeat him. The next one is worship. Worship. 
Jehoshaphat was a king of Judea, and there was a coalition army coming against them. And he was afraid. He was afraid. But he thought, and he said, I need to call a prayer meeting and a fast. During the prayer meeting, God spoke and gave him the battle plan. And he told them that they're not going to have to fight this battle, that the Lord was going to fight the battle for them. God will go before them and defeat the enemy. Jehoshaphat took it a step further. And early the next morning, as they began to pre pre prepare, Jehoshaphat had an army of worshipers marching ahead of them, singing and praising the Lord. And they were singing, praise the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. That weapon within us of worship, that weapon within us of prayer. So as they worship. Put your music on when you're feeling defeated or you're, feeling, you're going through something. Put that music on. Say a prayer um, as you pray, as you sing. There's a song that's called Thy Will Be Done, and that's all I listen to during the time. I listen to it and listen to it and listen to it by Hillary Scott. Good song. And I was like, hey, Lord, when I started to feel anxiety, anxious, nervous, I put it on your will be done. Your will be done, Lord. And that's how it helped me. So worship is a tool we have against the enemy. Worship is a powerful weapon to destroy the enemy as well. Then it's the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11. Therefore, go also, wait, therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Have you guys ever been in a place and... Um, People are talking, and um, they're talking about God. Because remember, many religions have God. They're God. But when you say, yes, Jesus, oh, my gosh, it's like, you know, you get a different, um, sometimes you can get a different um, reaction because it's the name of Jesus. There's only one name, and that's Jesus. Every, there's many gods. But there's only one Jesus, and that name is powerful, given over, given over all names. We must not allow ourselves to move away from fast. I'm sorry. So the name of Jesus. Next one is fasting. Fasting. Fasting is, is, is a mighty tool and weapon we have against the enemy is fasting. That's a weapon we have. In Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6, is this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the, loosen, loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? In Matthew 17, 21, it says, however, this kind does not go except by prayer and fasting. So when we need things done, and, it, and, and it's um, something more that it's not our battle, it's not our battle anyways, but there's things that prayer, Prayer is important. It's a weapon we have. But then there's things that take place in our lives that we need to take it a step further. We need to fast. We need to deny ourselves. We must not allow ourselves to move away from fasting as a spiritual discipline. It's very important. The next one is our testimony. We all have a testimony. In Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, it says, And they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb 
and the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to death. They, sur they surrendered all to Christ. They spoke and was willing to serve God at any cost. And I think about my life, 27 and a half years. That's a long time. Long time, beautiful time, in spite, you know, the things we go through. But besides all that, still standing, the testimony that we have. Our testimony can encourage people. There have been people we've come across, and they say, you guys are still together? Like what, we were supposed to divorce or separate? But that's the way it is in the world. It's like that. You know, the grass is greener, what they say, like on the other side. No, we just got to water ours, you know? That's right, not give up. So, and are you still in church? Yes. And imagine, that's their, that is the people's hope. They're not going, but just that, wow, they're still serving them. But inside, something's going on inside of them. Like, man, I want to do it. And they, they could. And by our testimony and we share, us sharing with them, God breaks down strongholds. It encourages people. So we, that's a weapon we have. Satan can come to you with lies and deception, but he cannot. He cannot convince you that what God has done didn't really happen. No, he can't. Last one is thanksgiving, having a thankful heart. In Philippians 4, chapter 6 through 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, not some, all, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There is nothing the enemy wants more than to overwhelm us discontent with discontentment covetousness gossip complaining slander and there's there's much more he he would he likes to do to us also he wants to destroy us from the inside out he don't want to just like wound us no he wants to destroy us destroy us from the inside out and he wants to poison us poison us and poison our relationships with one another and that can happen by our, our, the man, our mind, him coming and lying to us and saying, um, did you see how they look at you? Oh, look at, they're laughing, they're talking about you. You know, and it's like they could just be laughing, but they happen to look your way, and, but they're not talking. But you see, he comes like that. He comes. That's how he brings division. And like Sister Nancy was mentioning, the unity amongst us, or Sister Christina, the unity amongst um, one another to build us together stronger. And more so in this day and age, we, we're going to have to lean on one another because the world don't understand us. They don't. It's us together. So let's take time to armor up. We know we have the, the weapons of warfare in the book of Ephesians, the, the armor. We have to armor up. But my mind's was the, the weapons within us that we have to speak, to do. We have those weapons inside of us. We are a weapon against the enemy. Don't forget that. We are a weapon against the enemy. And in that song, Thy Will Be Done, it talks about how um, she's praying, but she's, she's had to stop and let go and remember that God is God. It's we don't know what God's going to do. 
And that's why sometimes it's best for us to leave it in his hands. And I know it's easier said than done. Leave it to him. But if we use the weapons that he has given us, that he has given us to fight and to destroy the enemy, destroy, destroy the enemy, I'm not going to say it's all good, but we're going to be able to defeat the enemy. And when you go to pray and defeat him, I'm an explanatory person and I like to show, is you got to, I see it like this. You're walking and saying, devil, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I'm the head and not the tail. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And as you're praying, you're getting a hold of God. And don't leave prayer unless you have met him. And you know when you meet him, ladies, what is there? We're like, <sighs> you're crying, right? Because you ha he's touched you. The Holy Spirit has touched you. So that's what I have. I hope this has encouraged you along with the other messages, inspired you. We are warriors. We are warriors. We fight very different. God has equipped us very different than he has equipped the men. And we are powerful and we are strong. Let's utilize our weapons within, our weapons within prayer. Our prayer rooms should be packed. One, one, one quick thing. Sister Nancy, I woke up this morning, and what I woke up, and I was like, and what, what came to my mind was use, I don't even know where this came from, but it came to my mind as soon as I woke up, I guess, because I was thinking, what to encourage you guys, and it came to my mind, use the gift within, and Sister Nancy even said, the gifts, we have three gifts, and then I sat there and I said, that's why, that's why. Your gifts, utilize your gifts as well. There are gifts. If God, God has the church, he wants to move in the church, but he can't move. We're the ones to, to do, the, do the work. We're the vessels. We're the temples for him to fill up. Utilize your gifts. Do not let the devil lie to you. Love you guys. That's all I have.